You are listening to Affiliate Journey, a show made for you so you can learn the strategies, tips and tactics from world's best online marketers that you may implement in your own business and start making that killer income online. All right, before before we dive into our today's episode, uh, officially all, all the masterclasses for seven dollars has been sold so but don't worry if you missed your chance to grab one uh, you can still do so only the price will increase to 14 dollars so if you're again someone who wants to learn how to triple and quadruple his or her facebook engagement you may do so and let me add in another small pitch uh, OFA starting this Monday. It is one thing that helped change lives of so many people. So if you're in the process of starting or your own business or have already uh, started one or you plan to, anyway, uh, you're going to learn so many amazing things over there. I'll also add some, some amazing bonuses. Uh, so head on over to affiliatejourney.co slash meodrag or affiliatejourney.co slash brandon and i just spoiled today's guest but it doesn't matter and you may find the link over there uh again i will hook you up with some amazing bonuses one of them includes the masterclass that i did so you can get that for free if you're planning to get uh, one funnel away challenge anyway so yeah uh, our today's guest, as you could hear, as you could hear, is Brandon Duff. He's such an amazing and genuine guy, and what what I find really inspiring about his story is that he's not working for too long online, although he brought his offline knowledge and he managed to reap some amazing results in only six months of working online. Uh, some of which includes his own software. And uh, a, he's actually making passive income. He gives a ton of value uh, for free, especially like just go on his wall. He's killing it. And on his Facebook profile wall, if you know what I mean. Uh, and he also did so on the podcast, as you can hear, like in a few seconds. I hope you will enjoy the interview and have a good time. Hello everyone, you're listening to Affiliate Journey. I'm your host, Miodrag, and today I have very, very awesome guest who I whom I actually envy because he's at Funnel Hacking Live. <laughs> His name is Brandon Duff. Brandon, welcome to the show, man. It's Thanks. awesome having you, man. Yeah, thank you so much. I mean, I've been following your journey and your podcast. You always write, uh, you always have, you post about your podcast all the time and I listen to them. So I appreciate you, Mary Drag, for bringing me on and having me talk about my journey now. So, uh, and don't be envious. <laughs> They're doing it next year. I've already, uh, they've already trying to sell the 2021 tickets. So be here next year and I can't wait to meet you in live person and um, do the Funnel Hacking Live event together. 
man that sounds awesome and i must do that next year for sure hope i gonna get visa by then because they are kind of hard with visas for the us actually ah that's a bummer (laughs) yeah indeed all right so as always first question like a little bit about your back story and why did you choose uh, this route of online entrepreneurship man like what dragged you into it yeah so i kind of um was kind of forced into it in a sense i uh i was um a personal trainer before so i was trained uh, i did fitness for about 10 years and i had a lot of clients so i was trained about 40 to 50 hours a week i was you know waking up at three o'clock in the morning getting to my first appointment at four or five in the morning and then training till about 11 and then i would go home rush home make my lunch make my uh my uh get my workout in and then from there i would rush back to the gym around two and then uh 2 p.m and then train till about six seven or eight so i pretty much created this nice job for myself because i was trading time for money and it was just I'm sure I was making a lot of money, but it was just, I knew that I couldn't always do it because one, there's kind of a time limit on being a personal trainer. If you're constantly um, training all your life and you're putting a lot of wear and tear on your body, like your body's going to break down quicker. Um, Obviously we're going to be healthy and look good and feel good. But I knew that around 45, 50, I didn't want to be that 50 year old trainer who is still training. I needed some kind of way to leverage myself so that I could actually make money while I slept and so that I could actually create passive income. So I, uh, I, and why I said I was forced into it is because I was, uh, about August of 2019. So a few months ago, um, my family's, uh, my wife's family, her sister and her mom and dad moved to Texas and we were living in California. And from there, um, we kind of wanted to be close with them because if we decided to have kids someday, we wanted to have someone to be able to watch over our kids if we were to leave. And we would just like to be near them so we can spend time with them. So my wife found a job in, um, in Texas and I, didn't, I couldn't bring over my six-figure business in fitness because it was all local. So I had to move 2,000 miles away and kind of start all over. And I really wanted to be able to work from home. I didn't want to keep changing um, and exchanging time for money. So I looked at how to be kind of like a future stay-at-home dad in a sense, because that would allow me to spend time with my family and to be able to make money from home. And then also like if we were to go on vacation, I could still have money coming in instead of exchanging time for money. So I found the whole online space and uh, obviously I knew of the online space and what you could do, but I didn't know the potential of it. And so the first thing I looked into was how can I actually make money online because I didn't have a product, I didn't have a service really because I gave up my fitness business. And sure, I could have been like an online personal trainer, but that was such a diluted and um, saturated market. And it was just going downhill, I thought. So I didn't want to really focus on that. And I was kind of bored of training and being in the fitness industry. I did it for 10 years. I made a lot of money. Um, and so I figured I'd you know, get into a new industry. So that's kind of where I found about affiliate marketing. Uh, affiliate marketing allowed me to use other people's products kind of as my own or more of not my own, but more of 
a way to refer products to people that needed them um, and uh, kind of help them while they were helping me and made more made it a win-win-win. And that's what I really believe in is having win-win-wins for everyone. So that's like win for myself, win for the person I'm referring to, and then win for the actual customer, the company that owns the product. So if I was able to create that, then I, that was just like the trifecta of um, being able to provide a great customer service experience. So um, I got into affiliate marketing and I loved it. But like I said, I, I thought it was very, um, it was a very competitive market because especially depending on what your products are and if you do um, more of a reoccurring commissions or if you do high ticket, uh, there's definitely a, um, there's a lot of different niches that you could go into. Um, so I got into more of the recurring payments because I like that passive income. But I, like I said, I found it to be very competitive. So I had to differentiate myself from every, everyone else. So I actually created a social media CRM, which uh, helps me kind of, or I guess, create organic traffic for myself and uh, grow my business kind of on autopilot. That's, that's awesome. And you remind me of the person that I actually really admire, that is Spencer Meekum, first guy that that I heard mention that trifecta of win-win-win. So that's pretty cool. And I definitely 100% agree with it. Uh, that's so, funny you said that because I just met Spencer uh, <laughs> at Funnel Hacking Live yesterday. And he just added me on Facebook uh, and we just started talking. Um, I don't know if you can see this. But um, you probably can't, but uh, I can't. No, so, yeah, he just added me on Facebook and he said, I was like, hey, just figured I'd make the introduction because we weren't friends on Facebook or anything. I never added them and I just reached out to him after we talked. And uh, yeah, so that's that's crazy. Small world, right? Yeah, now I double envy you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Final right. Hacking Live is is pretty epic. There's some cool people here, but um, I mean, yeah, that's how, I mean that's how I got into affiliate marketing is just watching other people doing it and learning from them. I mean, watching your stuff is just always enlightening, inspiring because of all the the amount of value you put into the work that you do, and just the the guests that you have on your your podcast is just it's pretty pretty amazing stuff. Thanks, man. I, I really appreciate it. Of course, and man. I, like it. I appreciate you. Tell me, uh, you mentioned something and I never thought about it before actually reading a book. You mentioned like I didn't want to trade uh, time for money and you mentioned passive income and I'm like well aware of that now. But like three years ago, I was not. And when I read like Rich Dad Poor Dad, that's when I kind of realize that i'm re living in a wrong world right so what what got you like did you always thought that way or did something spark that realization that you don't want to actually trade time for money that it's kind of stupid uh, <laughs> although a must in a sense at the beginning yeah uh, so what what evoked that realization for you yeah so i um as I was saying, I was as I was a personal trainer, and I there's a time limit on it, and I wanted to, I didn't want to work on my life. Like I, I'd rather a lot of people spend most of their lives working for someone else or 
working a job till they're 65, 70. And I just didn't want to do that. I would rather work until I was 40, work really hard or so, and then be able to do all the things I wanted to do, like go travel more. I mean, I've been to 15 countries already, but I would like to experience more cultures. I might, I would want to, you know, be able to go somewhere, still be paid and not pretty much get double tapped. Because when I was a personal trainer, if I didn't work in front of clients, I wasn't getting paid. And then I had to use my own money to go on trips. So I wanted a way that had money always coming in so that I didn't feel like I was being double tapped on my income. So I actually, when I was personal training, I used all my money and saved it all up and started investing in real estate too, but for passive income, because I noticed that all my most wealthiest clients all had passive income and they did it through real estate, but there are so many other avenues that you could do it, you know, like affiliate marketing. So I figured, you know, that would be the best route for a job or a career choice is to get into affiliate marketing because there are so many avenues within affiliate marketing that you can make a substantial amount of money. So tell me someone, let's say they are new and they are into affiliate marketing. They like the concept. They like the concept of like passive income. What word of advice would you give them at the beginning? Like, should they right away focus on passive income? Should they do something else first? Like what in your opinion is the route one should take if he is somewhat new in affiliate marketing? That's a great question. Um, I find that you need to find a product that you believe in and that you use because a lot of people I think get into affiliate marketing and they look for a product that might be high a ticket or reoccurring income but they don't actually ever use the product or they don't even know how it works. So they're, they're really not able to give amazing customer service to the people they're going to be recommending the product to and just build relationships. I mean, if people trust and know you and can find value out of you, they're going to trust that you're recommending products that you actually use. Um, so every product that I ever recommend, I personally use in my business. And I feel like if someone's just starting out, they need to make sure if they already use some kind of product, see if it has an affiliate marketing standpoint or an affiliate marketing um, program attached to it. Because if they don't, then find something that is similar and that you could start using that. Because if you can start creating videos on it and start building organic YouTube views from it or um, able to showcase how it works and how it has helped your business, that's going to go a lot further than just spamming links to people because ultimately people want to trust, like, and um, feel that you are providing value to them. Yeah, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. And one thing I wanted to ask you before the interview was, uh, I noticed like you throw out a lot of value on your personal profile on your wall. So what is your like thinking behind it like do you go with that bring value build that no like and trust and then people are more likely also to work with you and to buy your or the products you are affiliated with so what is the intention about it you are giving so much away for free on just your facebook wall which is like public yeah so um 
I think that a lot of people do the the, the like the more of the engagement posts or or motivation posts that really don't help anyone. They're more of a hoorah rah kind of thing, and I'm not about that. Um, I mean, if you're not motivated yourself, then um, like a, a motivational post or a, what color is the sky today post isn't really helping anyone. So I figured if I was able to, again, differentiate myself where I was able to create massive value. And when I do that, it just allows for more organic reach. So people will comment and like on it and I'll engage with them. And when I do that, it just pushes our my post out further and allows for other people that maybe haven't heard of me yet to see my post because their friends liked it or commented on it, which allows them to start adding me as a friend. And these are people that are obviously interested in what I have to offer. So I just get a lot of messages because of that. And that just built, like we talked about, builds out credibility and value and get people to like, know, and trust me. So um, that's, that's why I do it. All right. Yeah, that that makes sense. Also, from a branding st- standpoint, like you exactly. do stand out like a lot. And like, what piece of advice would you give to either a beginner affiliates or people who are stuck in affiliate marketing, like in that learning loophole, and yet yeah. still not taking any action? Like, how do they get? unstuck what what route does one take do they go with branding do they go with hard promoting on some platform what what is your suggestion i would say just get to know people i mean if you really want to start building your audience start getting into some of these groups and start putting out value out there take what you've learned maybe listen to a podcast maybe listen to um take a training course and implement that and then start talking about what you've actually learned um, because that will help you teach people what you're doing and showcase what you're actually learning and what you're doing. So not only are you learning, but you're showing what you're learning so you're taking action. And ultimately that's gonna just bring more rewards to you. Um, the reason I've done this is a lot of people now see my my social media Facebook, or sorry, my um, I guess my lead generation profile or social media funnel, people call them, and will look at my profile and see that I actually have software too. So um, it's not only you, I mean, you can do the same thing as an affiliate. So you can just kind of the one thing that you promote, you create your social media funnel around that. And, or, or if you have multiple things, like you can have a website with, like on my website, I have a list of every single resource that I use in my videos with my business and a video to go along with it of what I do. So that's just passively sitting there. So people, if they go to my profile to check it out, they can see all the tools I use with the videos attached to it. So that's like just a passive way to get sales. But um, yeah, just start like building relationships and putting out value. Just don't lurk on Facebook. You need to be on Facebook because it's social media. And just the name social in social media just tells you that you need to be actually contributing to the, uh, the platform because if you're not, you're not going to really reap the benefits of being on social media because no one's going to really get to know you or trust and like you. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And I see like a lot of people give advice of just give value 
but I feel they don't grasp the concept really because when I see your post, it's like really value. And a lot of the times when people are uh, trying to give value, they are mostly pitching something like you can just see it through the post. So is that like some difference in mindset that you have or how do you actually just provide pure value without expecting anything in return and like paradoxically paradoxically you actually get more return than those who try to pitch so what is your mindset and thinking behind that and what would you advise others who get the same advice always like just give value how to actually give real value yeah so i do it two ways so there's some pitching in my post um, because um, I do it in a, in a, um, a kind of fun way where it's more of a storytelling where I'm, I'd use little emoji cons. I actually use like a unicorn and a little, um, uh, what is it? A, um, a star, I think. No, it's, uh, the, no, I do do the stars, but that's just to break it up. Um, but not a pigeon, but a penguin. Thank you. Um, and I would just have like a, a unicorn talking and then me talking as a, penguin and just going back and forth in that conversation like uh i think one of my latest posts i was like but brandon you have like your social media uh crm for passive income and i go i know for another like um stream of income so like i'll say something small like that where it's like kind of a, a pitch but it's not really it's kind of subliminal but um Everything else is more like uh, exactly like just providing value, value. And then like if I just, when someone's actually commenting on it, I'll uh, send them a message and I'll say, hey, I hope that was, you found value out of that. And then you can strike up conversations like that. A lot of people like don't expect people to buy right away through just seeing your message, follow up with them. Like if they were like, wow, that's so great. Send them a message and say, hey, um, how I'm glad that I was able to provide value for you. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out at any time. And then you just build on that personal level too. So just send them a message and say, Hey, I'm glad that it was working for you. Is there anything else you, I can help you with? And usually they'll tell you, or they'll ask you about what you're doing or whatever. And then you can just kind of lead into that. A lot of people, I think, try and hard sell too hard and it gets them nowhere. So I do more of a, like a soft, where I just tell it through stories and um, I'm able to make uh, commissions. Yeah, that's a smart way to go about it as well. Uh, now, tell me, I wanted to ask you, what is like one piece of marketing advice that you followed and it served you the best in, I don't know how long that you said that you are uh, working online? Uh, probably, probably like six months now. So um, what is one thing that you have implemented and that served you the best, like marketing wise? Um, so I would think that the best thing that actually has helped me is actually, this is a great little tip, I guess, that people can start using, especially if they're starting out um, and they really want to get into affiliate marketing or work with other online businesses, is I actually created a new Facebook account. And I, because I didn't want my friends and family on it, 
Um, I didn't want to kind of pitch them all the time. And Facebook suggests friends with you based on who you're adding, right? So if you have a mixture of your friends and family and then you start adding other entrepreneurs, you're still gonna get a mixture of both of those. So what I decided to do was to create a new Facebook um, and only add my friend, add people that were entrepreneurs, affiliate marketers, um, business owners, so that Facebook would actually suggest those kind of people to me so that I could build relationships with them. And I didn't have to really go seeking out too much to or seek those people out so fast because Facebook was already suggesting those to me. And um, it was just a great way to start adding my perfect audience onto my social media website. And then I would say having a social media funnel where your cover image is um, tailored to kind of a curiosity piece. And that allows people to want to click on it and be able to go to like a funnel or a, pay, a landing page or something of the sort. So you can give away some kind of freebie and uh, start collecting emails and doing follow-ups. So following up is like the best way to um, make money because a lot of people don't follow up and they give up after one no or two no's. And if you can just follow up with people consistently, people actually appreciate it. And they um, and you don't do it in a salesy way. You just say, hey, how's it going? And I kind of learned that from just doing it in my own fitness business. I remember when I was, training 40 to 50 hours a week. And once I felt like my clients were under a certain threshold, I would message every single person on my phone that I talked to at any given time. And I would just go through that list and be like, hey, how's it going? Strike up a conversation with them. And usually like five or 10% of the people would actually reach back out and want to start training again. So I just use that same concept of reaching out to other people and following up with them and making sure um, I was just able to provide some kind of value or just um, strike up a conversation with them because too many people just give up after one or two no's or even just after they don't really talk to them and people just, they're constantly on the hunt when I've just nurtured people over the last couple months and now they're just buying all the time. Yeah, your messenger game is strong. I should really get into horse with that one. Yeah, <laughs> you mentioned it is, something. It's very strong. Yeah, you mentioned something like uh, Facebook was uh, suggest suggesting you perfect audience, right. but I found that a lot of people actually aren't really clear on who is their audience, and let alone like perfect audience, customer avatar, dream customer, whatever. So, how do you? How do you suggest people get more clear on who it is they serve? Yeah, so um, I know that I'm my myself and my perfect audience because I love being in the online space. So I try and find people similar to me, um, people that are out there building businesses and um, kind of looking at what their, I guess, what their hobbies and personality is a lot of people in the digital marketing space they typically don't know like they need to find out what kind of niche they're looking for so if you look at like fitness for example i trained only men that had money because i knew that typically men that were 
not really uh, financially wealthy usually worked out on their own. And uh, men that had money usually took care of themselves, wanted to dress nice, look nice, feel good about themselves. So that's how I knew that that would be my perfect audience because one, they had the wealth to actually invest in personal training, but um, they wanted to have that confidence and that food. So you need to find like a market and study that market to see what kind of people are buying in that market. A lot of uh, people do like multi-level marketing or MLM or uh, shakes of products. You need to find out like who is buying that product consistently. And that's just asking people if like that are in that, that space already that are doing well, ask them like, you know, see who are they funnel hack them in a sense, but funnel hack their profile, see who is engaging with their posts, see who are um, their friends list, um, see like what groups they hang out in so that you can see who they're targeting. If you don't know like kind of who that perfect demographic is for your business, see who's doing it already and then follow and mimic them so that you know, okay, that's, that's who they're targeting. I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah, I found that research is probably one of the most important things. Like I remember asking Blake Newber when I was interviewing him, like uh, what mistake people are making when they're building their funnel. And he said that they don't do any research prior. And that's probably one of the most important pieces. And it's kind of boring and mundane to really go through and do that research. But once done, it can put you like so much ahead. Oh yeah, definitely. Like you definitely need to do your research, know what people are buying your product and and make sure that you do have an audience and make sure that you actually are able to sell it to that audience. Because if you're adding a bunch of people that aren't in your perfect audience and that don't value your product, then you're never going to make any sales. So if like you start adding people that have a nine to five, but you're trying to sell them click funnels, like that's really not going to work out too well. But if you find someone maybe in the e-commerce space that is looking to get out of Shopify and want to actually use um, a funnel instead of a store, then that's, you know, that's definitely a market that you want to be in. So yeah, just do your research. Yeah, but a lot of people I found don't actually have that marketing knowledge. And paradoxically, also in affiliate marketing, that's one of the reasons I really didn't do anything at the beginning. I was learning about affiliate marketing, affiliate marketing. And the majority of things out there are teaching you like the affiliate stuff, only affiliate. But the thing is affiliate marketing is marketing. Right. And not a lot of people are teaching the marketing stuff. So I think when people start realizing that they actually need to learn marketing instead of like affiliate stuff is like 10%. Right. But you should actually become a good marketer. Yeah. And marketing is a broad overview of, you know, there's direct marketing, there's affiliate marketing. There's so many different avenues you can get into with marketing and that's just, you need to know how to target people. You know, need to know how to tell stories and hit pain points and uh, show them, you know, future, um, what is it called? Uh, a future like position of what they could happen if they 
use this product. So yeah, you need to know just the guidelines of what marketing is before you start niching down into the affiliate marketing and direct response marketing so that you can actually do what marketing is, is being able to like tell a story and be able to connect people to whatever you're trying to do. How did you learn like storytelling and well, marketing? I guess I think you're pretty good at it. Uh, thank you. Um, you know, I have, I, uh, I, I watch a lot of people. I follow what they do. I see what they do and I learn a lot. I go and listen to people on podcasts. I, um, I mean, I, like you said, I do a lot of research. I learn from behaviors of people because we're, we are behavior pattern people. Like we do the same stuff over and over again. So being able to see what these people are doing over and over again and then implementing it in my own personal life and taking kind of what their stories are and seeing how they relate to me and how I can create my own story based on a similar story um, or just being able to pretty much, oh, and I took, you know, funnel one funnel away challenge so that helped learn really quickly about marketing. Um, so like just taking courses, taking, watching people that are successful, um, learning from their stories has helped me pretty much be a great storyteller in general. Yeah, that's that's a good advice. I also learned a lot from One Funnel Away Challenge and quite a few guests actually, a lot of their stories were like, then I took One Funnel Away Challenge and everything changed. And I was like, yeah. damn, <laughs> I could have named the podcast One Funnel Away Success Stories. Right, right, right. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I don't think it really... I thought it gave me some good insight. I don't think it was the, I mean, and you guys should definitely sign up with Mirror Drag if you guys um, want to do the funnel way because he has some great resources for you. So definitely sign up with him if you, if that is something you guys are interested in. You heard him, man. <laughs> but um, the, like, it's a great program, but it's not uh, end all be all. Like you constantly need to do more research. Everything's changing all the time. So it's important that you sign up and use his resources because he does have a great amount of resources for you to help you grow even further. Yeah, thanks for that, man. Of course. Yeah. I, I always like to promote uh, people that are making it and doing just amazing things. And you you know, asked me to be a guest and that I really appreciate that. So I can, that's the least I can do. Man, I have to have you in the group as well where I'm doing like exclusive interviews for people that's not going like outside on YouTube and podcasts like this episode. So I'm looking forward for, for that because I, I really loved that demo review that you showed of your software. Okay. And that was awesome. And I think a lot of group members could benefit from that as well. So it would be awesome to show that. Yeah. Though. How did you come to create that? Like, I mean, I guess you had developers. You didn't create it yourself, or you are a programmer as well. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not that bright. I, uh, I actually hired a, um, a programmer to do it for me. Um, we work one on one, and I pay him to to actually create the software. Um, I just hired him off of freelancer.com, uh, which is a great way where you can hire freelancers to. Uh, do any kind of 
job that you need, if it's um, copywriting, if it's images, if it's whatever. Um, it's, I find it to be a little bit better resource than Upwork or Fiverr, but I used it to find my developer. I interviewed him, asked him questions, looked at his uh, reviews, and um, that's how I hired him. Um, now we're getting enough subscribers where we're actually hiring him full time. And then ultimately, we're going to start building out um, other team members in that, which we'll get into um, a, a digital marketer who will replace my part of the business and then a content curator and that sort of thing. That's so, that's so awesome. I can learn a lot from you, man. <laughs> I do <didn't laughs> myself. So now, for now, like I have too much on my plate and I want to make some changes for sure. Yeah, I can definitely send you some resources if uh, after the interview. And uh, if there's anything you need, just let me know. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, and, and by the way, we do have a affiliate program with our software. So um, if we do go live, you're more than welcome to um, uh, post your affiliate link so that you uh, can offer that to your uh, group members so that it's a win-win-win, right? Yeah, I love those win-win-wins. Exactly. Um, all right. So tell me one question I used to ask guests a lot at the beginning, and I really love that question. Uh, if you were to go back, like, after you gain, like, experience and success, but if you, you were to go back with the knowledge you have now, what is the one thing that you would do more of and one thing that you will do less of now that you know? Um, I would do, I would build more value with groups, um, the group admins. Um, that way, because a lot of people try and infiltrate groups and steal um, members from their someone's group and add them to their own and then try and do like keep transferring people. I just find that it's a better way like I said, to do a win-win-win is just by talking to the group admins, build value with them, and then ask them to allow you to promote in a group instead of having to do it one by one. Um, and then that allows you to really, I guess, make an impact on a bigger scale. Um, that's what I would do now and continuously do that. If I, from like you said, where I would rather, if I knew that now and started doing that back when I started, it would have made a big difference. Um, instead of just spamming people links and doing a lot of the, the naughty things affiliate marketers do when they start out. Um, something I would not do is probably just try and infiltrate groups and um, try and steal one member after another. And um, because one, it's not really doing anything for the group owner. And uh, that group owner, if he finds out, uh, he will block you from the group. And that's then that's one less uh, group that you have a chance to build value to. So um, that's what I would do. I like that. Seems like a lesson learned. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. you mentioned also something very important and yet really overlooked, especially like for the beginner marketers. And mm -hmm. that is relationship building. Like, did you, were you always good with building relationships or is it a skill that you developed over time? And if so, like what are some of the resources or practices that you have used to be better at building those relationships? Yeah, so I was in the, 
I'm a, I, it's funny because I'm super introverted. I like staying at home and doing my own thing. And I'm a play good extrovert on TV, I guess, is what I like to say. Um, so I uh, typically don't, um, I guess I've been in, like I said, the fitness industry for so long and doing like one-to-one talks is really easy for me because I'm, it's just me and someone else and we work out and am able to build that relationship. Um, and I just kind of transfer those same skills uh, in the online space by just following up with people and that makes people feel good about themselves. But a great resource was um, uh, how to make friends friends and influence people. And I think that was uh, one of the best books that I've read. I actually just listened to it on an audiobook, and I thought that was just a a great resource. Yeah, I agree. That's one of the books that I want to reread actually. It was really amazing and valuable. And have you read, like, I was really impacted by this book. I read it really recently, uh, Never Split the Difference. No, I haven't. Oh, man. Like, FBI FBI Negotiator, one of the top, like, terrorist negotiators. Uh, It's such a good book. So much, like, such a mix of mindset, knowledge, strategy, and tactics. And... It's amazing. Never split the difference. Never split the difference. I'm going to add that to my, my list right now. Man, that's, I was really amazed by that one. And one of the, I'm like, I overconsume stuff. Uh-huh. This is one of the, one of the books that I actually, like I was even implementing some things as I, as I was reading it. It really made an impact for me. Perfect. Yeah, I'm, I'm adding it to my Amazon wish list to follow up and buy it. So, um, yeah, thank you for that. That is a great uh, resource, Major. So, perfect. I will listen. I'll listen to that when I uh, get get it on uh, my what is it? My Kindle or audiobooks or whatever it is that I use. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I love I love audiobooks because I can just consume that much more content that much quicker than reading so uh yeah i i love doing audiobooks because it's a great way to kind of learn passively while you're driving in the car or taking a shower or whatever you can just put it in the background and listen to it as you're doing other things or cooking i mean i listen to audiobooks while i cook too so yeah that's really practical and smart what's give us like one or two more books that you really loved and were impacted with Oh man, um, uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad is obviously a basic, like yes. normal one that everyone does. Um, you know what? That's a good. I really like the, the real real estate. Does it have to be business books or what? No, what? it doesn't. Like, what what is the one that really impacted you? That's a good question. Um, I really liked a lot of real estate books. Like the really one real estate book I really liked was. Um, how to negotiate real estate um, investments. Also, I think a really good book is called Set for Life, which um, was by it's by um, Scott Trench, and it's by Bigger Pockets, and it pretty much sets you up for how to buy real estate and create passive income so that you can retire early and you don't have to work all your life. Um, it pretty much talks about how to reduce debt, how you should be removing all the largest expenses in your life and how to um, offset those, like your car, your uh, house, or your mortgage. 
for your rent and um, your time. So a lot of people drive so far to go to um, their work and how you should be moving closer to work because the amount of gas and time and miles and uh, wear and tear you put on your car just pretty much uh, destroys like any kind of chance of being able to retire early. So I think that Set for Life was a really good book. Um, and then obviously like Rich Dad, Poor Dad and um, Cashflow Quadrants, um, you know, all these different books are great. Yeah, I agree. And now that you mentioned that example, I never thought of that, but there is a, I'm reading like Millionaire Mind by Harvecker. Okay. And one of the four things that he mentioned in order to retire quickly, number four was simplicity, where he tells like, you should really cut those expenses that are unnecessary and everything and that will speed up the process much more. Something like yeah. you said with gas and moving closer and a lot of those stuff. So I think that's a powerful advice for sure. Tell me. Yeah, it definitely is. Like, I mean, your basic, basic biggest expenses, like, uh, well, your really basic, biggest expense, especially in the U.S., are your taxes, which take up 51% of your income um, because there's sales tax, uh, income tax, there's social security tax, there's uh, capital um, capital gains tax. There's you know all these different taxes that you have to pay while after you actually get your money, and it takes away about 51% of your your total income. Um, this is actually a quote from uh, Myron Golden, but he was saying that your biggest largest expense is actually if you don't know how to make a million dollars a year because. Um, if you look at someone who's making $100,000 a year, if you took 50% of their income because of taxes, that's 50,000, right? So you're left with 50,000. But if you don't know how to make a hundred or a million dollars a year, then you take, say you make a uh, million dollars, you take 51% of that, that leaves you with 500,000. Um, and then you take your 50,000 away because that's what the money that you've made, you are leaving $450,000 on the table because you don't know how to make a million dollars. So that is your biggest, biggest expense is um, not knowing how to make a million dollars. Yeah. Myron is really golden. <laughs> like yeah. just love listening to that guy. Yeah. He, he's a great guy. Can't wait to meet him at Funnel Hacking Live. I'm very excited about it. Oh man. Send me some pictures. <laughs> I definitely will. I'll be going live and I'll do stories. So I'll make sure that I am able to uh, post those. That's awesome. All right. So one last question and I'll let you go at Funnel Hacking Live. <laughs> Tell me, did you uh, intentionally learn sales and get better at sales? Or is it something that come that came from like your work with off back when you were still working offline and getting clients? Like is it from there that your knowledge comes or did you like intentionally improve your um, I, I really haven't taken any sales courses or um, or anything like that actually. Most of it's just been experience and learning how to overcome objections. Um, I wouldn't say that I've actually, like I said, I've never taken any kind of classes or college about doing sales. It's just with experience um, and that when people come up with certain questions or objections, how to overcome them or how to um, help them 
see differently of a different point of view and being able to direct them in a way that um, makes them kind of think that their, I guess, objection is not the right way of thinking about it. And so, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much just your experience that I've been doing sales. And how do you help them? Like if someone comes with an objection, I don't know, it can be, I don't have time or money right now. Like how do you handle that objection? So, I mean, just a lot of people say like, and I do this myself is a lot of people think that they don't have um, enough money, but they're, they spend a bunch of money on fast food or clothes or um, things that are really not important. Um, I also think of ways for me, like I would be like, well, what is, how can you afford it? Because um, if you go in thinking you can't afford it, sure, you can't afford it. And that, that's like, that's not on you. But if you can teach them like, hey, this, like, for instance, I went in thinking on the one funnel way that it was a hundred dollar investment. And I knew that if I could just make that hundred dollars back in that month, which shouldn't be an issue, then I get a hundred percent return and I get all the skills uh, associated with that. So if I was able to um, go in exactly that way and make my money back, I would learn those skills and then it paid for itself. So a lot of people think, don't even think that, like investing in something is going to give them some kind of return. And I mean, even if you break even on a, an investment, uh, there's a lot of uh, like, not back funnels, but a lot of, um, how do I say, um, a lot of return that could be potentially down the future because one, you can take those skills or that course or that tool and use it to make a return down the line, even though it's already paid for itself in those, that was 30 days. So that was kind of my goal. As not amount of time, there's so many ways you can leverage your time. You can hire someone or freelance someone to take over something that you're not, uh, that you is taking up a lot of your time. Like I could, sure, I could have learned how to code over two or three years, or I could spend a couple grand and pay someone to do it and make my money back much sooner than waiting two years or three years to even learn how to know a little bit of code. So um, that's, I mean, that's just making sure you delegate and use, be resourceful. I love that answer, man. All right. So last question, where can people find you and connect with you online? Yeah, thank you. So um, I have my site, themoneyfriends.com, which is just the money friends with an S.com. And that's pretty much just my um, multiple ways how to make uh, passive income for free. Um, I like how I did my small rental car business. Um, I also have Brandon Duff, which is just uh, on social media. I look like Mr. Moneybags. Um, so I have a white mustache and a top hat. And that's just my alter ego in a sense because of real estate investing. And um, yeah, so that's Brandon Duff and themoneyfriends.com. You heard the man and you can find as well all the links at affiliatejourney.co slash Brandon. So Brandon, thanks so much for coming. I, I really enjoyed our talk, man. My drag, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. I, uh, I just, you know, I appreciate you and all that you do and all the, the value you give to your audience. And thank you so much for having me on. I can't wait to talk more to your group and help build value there. And 
Uh, again, thank you so much for having me on the show today. It's absolute pleasure and it's mutual pleasure as well, man. And I do as well look forward to you coming in the group. I look forward to it too. All right, man. You have a good one. I'm going to get to Funnel Hacking Live. I got to get some stuff ready and put on my outfit for my money bags and uh, get going. Well, have a wonderful time. And everyone, thanks for listening and watching. Don't forget to subscribe for more awesome content. And goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, and Brendan. Be sure, hold one more second. Be sure if you're doing the Funnel Away, One Funnel Away, sign up with Mirajag. He has so many great resources. And again, uh, it will change your life, like he said. So I appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt about that. And thanks again, Brendan. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking to the end and listening. I hope Brandon gave you as much value as he did to me. I learned a lot. He is such an awesome engineering dude. Again, all the links you may find at affiliatejourney.co slash Brandon. And uh, don't forget to check if you are planning to take the next OFA, which starts this Monday. I'm not sure when are you listening to this podcast but i think let me check the date uh monday will be the 17th i mean the 10th of february so if you are taking this challenge i prepared awesome bonus pack for you go check it out at affiliatejourney.co slash brandon don't forget to subscribe more awesome guests are coming and uh, i'll hear you this tuesday on the solo cast anyway cheers for your success